I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with David where he's going to share with us how to prepare before moving to a new country. Hey David, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Super happy to be here and share some insights from my experience living in a few countries around the world so far. Perfect. I'm really excited to talk to you all about your experiences moving to so many different countries. Before we get to that, can you tell us a little bit about you and why you live an offbeat life? Sure. My name is David McNeil. I'm originally from the U.S. and I moved abroad, uh, I guess, full time, let's say, in 2014. So um, I before that, had had some experiences, for example, studying abroad in Singapore and working for three months in Beijing, China with a company in, from San Francisco. But in 2014, I moved abroad first to Tokyo, Japan, which is my dream country. Lived there for two years, then moved to Berlin, Germany, where I had an awesome three-year experience as well. And about a year and a half ago, I moved here to Porto, Portugal, where I'm living now and living in a beach town. Really, yeah, loving the life here in Portugal. I know that's a, a hot spot for folks. So it's been a great journey. And now I'm trying to, through my business, Expat Empire, to help other people to move abroad as well. Uh, Amazing. And this is literally what most of our listeners want, is to be location independent, to move to a new country. And you've done that several times. So today is all about how to actually prepare for this lifestyle, right? Because I think most of us think it's just a dream. It's going to be amazing. So tell us all (laughs) the details, David, because I know there's so much more to this, right? And how to prepare for it. And it can seem really overwhelming in the beginning. So how do you do that? What do you do before you actually leave? I mean, how do you choose the country? What do you need? What do you need to do this? Yeah, it's definitely more involved than it looks on the surface. I know a lot of people just think, hey, I'm going to pack my bags. I got this thing figured out. We're going to wing it. While that is a possible way of doing things, I don't recommend it. You're going to encounter way too many headaches. You're going to lose a lot of money, a lot of time, and probably a lot of hair from it as well. So from all that perspective, it's good to kind of go in with a plan. And so I think the first thing to really think about is what is the kind of lifestyle that you want to have and how can you afford it? So Do you want to be living it up every night, going to the fancy Michelin-starred restaurants, living the big life, going shopping every day? If you have that kind of money and and savings and, you know, one way or another, if you're able to do that, that's fantastic. But if that's the idea that you have in your head and it doesn't really match the budget that you have or, of course, the cost of actually doing that in the place that you want to move to, then, of course, things get a lot more challenging. So I think thinking about the lifestyle that you want to live, and of course, how much it costs in that country. And can you afford that? Can you also pay for all the extra trips that you want to do and that you're dreaming about, right? So 
just setting expectations, looking into the details about how much it costs to live somewhere, to live the life that you want, but also how you can afford it. So how are you going to be making the money? Are you going to be you know, working for an employer in another country remotely? Can you do that legally, by the way? Then are you going to be setting up your own business? Well, you better probably get started on that before you make the trip or you need to find that job in another country. And if so, how are you going to do it? How much are they actually going to pay you? Because the local wages might be a big change if you're coming from somewhere like the U.S., moving somewhere like here in Portugal, it might be kind of a sticker shock in terms of the reality that uh, of how much it costs here, even though it's not a crazy expensive place to live, but relative to local salaries, you know, it might be quite different from what you're used to. So I think those are kind of the main things to think about from the get-go. And then also just recognizing that while we have this image of how amazing it is to live in these different countries, maybe you you know, love Paris or London, or, you know, you just want to be in Southeast Asia, or, you know, you just have these different ideas. And maybe you saw something awesome on social media, or you took a trip there and you loved it, or your friend told you about it. All that stuff is great. And I think it's great to have those starting points. But the reality is that no matter how good it looks on paper or on images or anything like that, there are going to be tons of challenges along the way. And so you really have to be secure and know thoroughly, fully, why you're going there and how committed you are to it. Because there's many steps along the way where I could have turned and just said, hey, I'm done with this. I'm out of here, gone back to the US, which is not a, a bad route. And of course, many people go back to their home country. But for me, I knew that being abroad, once I got a taste of it, was something that I didn't want to give up. And so just being able to really know that that's what I wanted and how much I've sacrificed for it, for me on, on a professional level, on a personal level, you know, it shows my passion for it. And so I, I just definitely recommend other folks out there that are thinking about doing this to be really realistic and know that it takes about one year in my experience over three countries now, one year to really get settled in a country and to build that close friend group that you're not necessarily going to have when you get there to get comfortable in your job, to find the apartment, to, to get everything set up, to get your visa, you know, all of this stuff. So just go in with that knowledge and you'll be better set up for success. Yeah, love that. And it does too when you're first in a country, right? And you don't know a lot of people. It takes a, a lot of time to get over maybe even the culture shock and be oh, yeah. by yourself, especially now with the pandemic, COVID happening. You're definitely going to be more alone. And I tell people all the time, like, don't let what's happening now determine whether that place is a good place or not, because this is not the typical. This is not how it usually is. So so let's talk about you and really anyone, what you would recommend for somebody to do. Right. And you talked about mm -hmm. um, finding jobs locally, but they don't pay a lot versus finding work remotely mm -hmm. and it may pay more right? But you're still able to work from anywhere. So how do you determine which one is right for you? I mean, it seems like a no brainer for me, but <laughs> how do you determine what's right for you? And also, how do you find these jobs, right? Because you have had jobs over the years, multiple ones before you started your company. How did you even find them? And how did you make sure that you were paid well? Yeah, they're good questions. I think in terms of first, just on the topic of the right way, to, I guess, for you to find um, the opportunity to make money in a different country. There's a lot of factors there, of course. Uh, so certainly we can't go into all of them in, in our conversation today. But I think uh, a main thing to look at, at least in my experience, is how important is it for you to 
be able to kind of just have that job there that's supporting you. They're rolling out the red carpet. Hopefully they're helping you relocate. They're getting you set up. You have your coworkers. You're getting paid, you know, on a monthly or a weekly basis or whatever. They're helping sponsor your visa. All of those things were important to me as I was looking at moving from country to country and getting initially set up there. It was not required. There, you know, are plenty of opportunities to start businesses, to, you know, find other ways to be able to live in other countries. So it is not a requirement. But I think that was mainly what was driving me was that desire to continue at that time to be able to further my corporate career um, on some level to be able to get, you know, higher titles, to be able to learn more, to get more responsibility. And of course, with that, you know, in recent months has changed quite a bit for me, but uh, that was the important thing. And so if that is important to you as well, and you want that experience of kind of, a, let's say, a relatively soft landing in a country, I think it's a great way to go. You have to find the right company and we can talk about that in a second, but you have to find the right opportunity. But I think that's a good way to go. If you have that interest in being your own entrepreneur, your own business owner, uh, freelancer, whatever that is, then you know that can create some opportunities as well. But if you do want to move somewhere long term to a specific country and have that be your home base, then you need to go to a country like Portugal, for example, but there are many others that allow you to do that um, through the visa system. So you really have to do that research and just know what the opportunities are. So if you want to find jobs in a certain country abroad in terms of the, the salary question, I think it actually helps to come from another country that where you're being paid a higher salary, because basically you can say, hey, I have this experience, they're paying me X amount, you're only offering Y or what's typical in your country is Y. So maybe you know you could help help it in one way or another in terms of maybe they give you a bit of an outside uh, outsized salary or you know bonuses dependent on certain objectives or of course helping you in your relocation so there's a lot of different elements to think about there but also that if you're coming to Portugal for example yes i mean the rent is not the cheapest um, you know there are things that are expensive here, although certainly cheaper than Tokyo and Berlin, where I've lived before, for example. But your lifestyle overall, just in Europe compared to the United States, if you're going to use that as a reference point, is probably much cheaper as well. So I would say that as far as a salary is concerned, in terms of finding opportunities, I think a great thing, a great way to kind of start is to figure out, you know, do your research around how do people in that country find opportunities in the first place? Not every country uses LinkedIn. Not every country uses all of the international job boards. They might have some local ones that are a better fit for what you're looking for in your industry or your career. You know, maybe they use more networking and connections. Maybe you need to really build the network first, which is hard to do, of course, abroad. But maybe you can go for some trips, really talk to some companies, go to events and things like that to be able to build those inroads. Or maybe they use recruiters and headhunters. And especially in a professional career, maybe that's the best route to go. So I've seen all different types of scenarios between Portugal, Germany, and Japan. And of course, every country has got its own flavor of all this. So just because, you know, it's great to be on LinkedIn, and I think that's a great place to start to try to find opportunities, but it doesn't mean it will always be the best one for that country and culture. Yeah, absolutely. Like you mentioned, David, it may be popular here in the U.S., but maybe not in other countries. So you definitely have to do your research and also talk to somebody like David who lives in that place or an expat. They know what you're going through. They know what the process is. So I'm sure there's a lot of communities. Do you have any communities maybe online that people could find someone like you, David? <laughs> well, I'm trying to build that a bit. It's not quite there yet. But even here in Porto, 
there's the expat empire meetup. So I hope that we start them in other cities. I started the one here. So it's cool to be able to connect with other foreigners here, but also locals as well that are having you know more of an international mind and interest and plenty of tourists that are coming to see if this is a place that they want to move to. Yeah, I, I started it when I was brand new here. So that's exactly why I wanted to do it was to make those connections. Um, in terms of online communities, I mean, I'm a big fan of Meetup, but of course that's more about events in certain locations. But I just, I, I know a ton of other people do too. They join the Facebook groups. I think it's just, a, you know, expats or expats in city or country, whatever it is. And that can be a great place to start. But I strongly recommend doing some searching on that group before asking the question, because I'm sure a hundred people have asked the question before you. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Love that. Well, thank you so much, David, for being here with us, for sharing with us all of this incredible information. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, I'd love it if they come check out our website at expatempire.com. We have a free ebook there, Top 10 Tips for Moving Abroad, as well as a chance to schedule a call with me and we can talk through your situation and see how we might be able to work together to help you achieve your international dreams. Perfect. Thanks so much, David. We really appreciate you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with David. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where he shares how he was able to build his expat empire. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing, to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.